Hello, friend. I'm Michael McCurry, and you're listening to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. You know, as we look across the landscape of media, of the news, of social media, and all of the different avenues through which we get our information, there is very little good news to be seen. Well, today, on the Bible Tract Echoes radio program, we aim to change that. You see, today, tomorrow, and Friday, we are bringing a message of good news from the founder of this very radio broadcast and the founder of Bible Tracks Incorporated, Dr. Paul Levine. He will be bringing a message from many years ago, decades ago, that is still incredibly pertinent, still incredibly insightful, still very much needed today. If you're listening right now and you have some understanding of the price that Jesus Christ paid for you, you understand what the gospel is. Whether you would call yourself a Christian or not, this message is for you. If you're listening right now and you say, I've heard people talk about this concept, this thought, this theme, but I don't really know what the gospel is. Well, then friend, this message is for you. No matter where on the spectrum of Christian education, so-called, you might find yourself, what's going to be talked about for just the next few moments is for you. I'm going to encourage you to listen very carefully. Listen not only with your ears, but listen with your heart to what Dr. Paul Levine tells us today. He's going to pour out his heart, and I know he's technically not talking directly to you, but I want you to imagine that he is, because what he has to say, friend, it applies very much to you today. Please listen now to Dr. Paul Levine preach a message from years ago called Obey the Gospel. First Peter chapter 4. So glad to be back. So glad you're here. It's going to be a great week, young folks. You're going to have a lot of fun. And um, what's going to really make the week great for you is if you make the decision that God wants you to make this week. And many of you will make decisions and God will be speaking to you about your life and about your soul. And young people, we love you, we care about you, and whatever we, will you hear us preach, remember that we're preaching it because we're concerned about you. Okay, 1 Peter chapter 4, let's stand while we read some scripture together. 1 Peter chapter 4, we read in verse 17, along about the middle of the verse, <clears throat> What shall the end be? Of them that obey not the gospel of God. What shall the end be of them that obey not the gospel of God? And if the righteous scarcely be saved, that doesn't mean that if you get saved, God give you such a poor brand of salvation, you may not get to heaven. But what we are told it means is that if the righteous with difficulty be saved. Just think what it took, young people, to get people saved. It took the death of Jesus Christ on the cross and his resurrection. Took all of that in order for you and for me to be saved. And just look at the job that's, um, that it takes sometimes to get people saved. You have to plead, you have to beg, and you have to preach, and you have to coax. And so with difficulty, the righteous be saved. And if the righteous scarcely be saved, or with difficulty be saved. Now notice, where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear. Where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? And what shall be the end of them that obey not the gospel of God? Now flip back 
a few pages in your Bible to 2 Thessalonians chapter 1. 2 Thessalonians chapter 1. All right, now you got it? It says in verse 7 that Jesus Christ is coming back from heaven with his mighty angels. Now notice verse 8. In flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God and that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. What shall be the end of them that obey not the gospel of God? Here it is. The Lord's coming in flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God and that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. These people shall be punished, verse 9, who shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power. What shall be the end of them that obey not the gospel of God? The Lord's coming in flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that, that know not God and that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, who shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power. Young folks, these are very serious verses. Very serious. God's talking about the final windup of those who don't know God and the final windup of those who disobey and refuse to obey the gospel. Now, lots of things we want to preach to you about and talk to you about this week. But tonight, I want to talk to you about you being saved and going to heaven and get the salvation business settled as soon in the week as possible. You'll enjoy the week a whole lot more. You'll enjoy everything more. You'll enjoy the sports more, the meals more. You'll enjoy the singing more. You'll enjoy the fellowship more. If you just get the salvation business settled early in the week. Now let's pray. Dear Lord, we pray in Jesus' name that thou will give us thy message for this crowd. That thou will make it easy for us to preach and easy for these young folks. Many have traveled long distances. And, and we pray, dear Lord, that thou will give us their attention and we pray that they'll listen to thy word and learn something tonight that'll help them to get clear in their mind what salvation is all about and how they can get saved and how they can know it and how they can be sure and how they can rejoice in it. We pray, O oh Lord, for every unsaved young man or young lady here. And we pray that they'll make the decisions early in the week and be saved for thy glory in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Now, I'm not going to talk too long, but uh, what I've got to say is very important. So everybody, wake up. And sit up and perk up and listen very carefully. Um, what is the gospel? What's going to be the end of them that obey not the gospel of God? What is the gospel? The gospel, young folks, is not good advice. The gospel is good news. And the gospel is good news for young people your age. The gospel is good news for teenagers, see? There are a lot of teenagers going to the devil. There are a lot of teenagers going haywire. There are a lot of teenagers... Have, uh, thinking about killing themselves. There are a lot of teenagers who this year already have committed suicide. But there's good news for teenagers in the gospel. The good news is that not a one of you here tonight need to die in your sins and go to hell. But some might, and I hope not. But it's possible, see? But nobody in this crowd needs to die and spend eternity in the fires of hell. That's good news. Something else. Uh, there's good news in the gospel because it not only means the salvation of your soul, but it means the salvation of your life. Now, look, you don't have to go the way some young people are going. You don't have to, see? Uh, you don't have to drown your problems and your sorrows with liquor. You don't have to do that. There's a better way. You don't have to uh, drown your sorrows and troubles with, with some kind of dope. No, sir. 
You don't have to get yourself into such a condition. You got to have drugs to go to sleep, drugs to wake up, and drugs to keep going. That's no good. There's a better life for you. Uh, you listen, young folks, um, you don't have to live in sin. You don't have to die an early death. You don't have to go to an early grave. You can be a happy teenager. You can have something to live for. You can have a future. You can have a goal in life. You don't need to wind up like Elvis Presley. See, Elvis Presley had to have drugs to go to sleep, drugs to wake up, drugs to keep going, drugs to put on his concerts and all that. And finally, his body just got tired of it. And his body said, I can't live on these drugs forever. Man alive, I want something good to eat. I want some grits and I want some okra and I want some dandelion greens. And I, I want Mrs. Rice over here bring me some tomatoes. And uh, she furnishes me tomatoes quite often. And, uh, and, uh, and I want something to eat. And Elvis said, well, I, I've got to have the drugs now. I'm hooked on them. And so one day at age 42, Elvis Presley's body says, I'm through. And I quit. And they walked in and they found him dead. Now, that doesn't need to happen to you. You don't need to go to hell at age 42. And you don't need to have your life wrecked by any kind of sin. That's the good news of the gospel, young people. And boy, listen. Some people got the idea, you know, the gospel is good news to some old boy, 99 years old, and he's dying. Good news, you can get saved and go to heaven. But the gospel is good news to teenagers. Oh, how I thank God that the Lord gave me the kind of a mother who led me to Christ when I was only four. And I got straightened out in my life at the age of 15, 14 and 15. So the gospel is good news. You don't have to go like some young people. There was a girl in the Chicago area, only 14 years old. And her sister was 16 years old. And her sister was already a prostitute. And the 14-year-old said to the 16-year-old sister, she said, if you can have drugs, I want drugs. And if you can drink liquor, I can drink liquor. And the 16-year-old said to the 14-year-old, you're too young for that kind of life. Imagine that, a 16-year-old already involved in all of this, telling her 14-year-old, you're too young. But the 14-year-old said, boy, if my sister can live it up like this, so can I. And so she got out with an older man, and she gave those men what they wanted. They gave her what she wanted. She wanted money. And so one, day, one, one night she got out with a, with a bunch of guys, and they, and they said, this is some new kind of drug. And whatever it was, she took it, went into convulsions. They hauled her away to the hospital. By the time they got to the hospital, she was dead. She was dead on arrival. Young folks, that doesn't need to happen to you. Uh, you know, uh, one of the teenagers told me here one, one week, a couple of years ago, that on um, uh, a graduation night, and four young guys, they were just young guys. They weren't the graduates. They were younger than the graduates. One of them was only 14. And these, these four young guys, 14, 15, and 16, after the graduation exercise all over with, they got in a car. Boy, they're going to have a big time. Two of them got in the car. Two of them rolled on the front hood. And away they went like crazy. Got in a big wreck, and the two on the hood naturally were killed. Somebody says, were they brave? No, they were idiots. See, they were big fools riding out there. They weren't brave at all. But they were killed. The other two were injured badly. And as it turned out, the driver of the car had booze in him and he was drunk. You see, young folks, there's a better life than that. There's a better life than what you see on television. And there's a better life than what you see in the movies. There's something better than the rotten, sordid, wicked sin of this world. Thank God that gospel is good news to teenagers. Friend, I, I hope you had the opportunity just moments ago to listen to what Dr. Paul had to say to us. Let me encourage you in this fact. 
You don't have to live miserably. Did you know that? Did you know that God doesn't want you to live miserably? Did you know that there's no requirement for you to live down and out and downtrodden and at the end of your rope, depressed? No, friend. You can live victoriously through the gospel of Jesus Christ. If you're listening right now and you'd like to know more about that which I'm speaking of, in just a moment, the announcer will come on and he'll give you a few different ways that you can contact us. I would love it if you'd avail yourself of those options. We would love to hear from you. Now, Dr. Paul is only one-third of the way through this message. Tomorrow and Friday, he's going to conclude this thought. Have a great day for his glory and tune in tomorrow to the Bible Tracked Echoes radio broadcast. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tracked Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 60420. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.